there, friends. Long time no chat. It has been a while. I have been busy building a new membership website, building a team behind me, building my community, building the members, changing people's lives. Um, so it has been really busy. And I said, you know what? I'm going to record a podcast because I've been learning a lot the last few months. Uh, so much. So much in personal development, so much about my clients, what's working, what isn't working, how to make things easy for clients when it comes to building their healthy habits, because it has to be easy. If it's not easy, we're not going to do it. Um, if it's easy, we're going to keep doing it. We're going to show up every day to easy and the results are going to follow. So today's podcast, um, I just wanted to come on and talk about the pros and cons of logging on my fitness pal when it comes to your food. So with my new membership site, um, anyone that joins up to me now, Eat to Eco Fitness, whether it's coming through an online program or whether it's coming through hybrid programs, which is working in the studio with me one to one and also online. This is what's getting results. It's absolutely amazing. Um, the format that I have is just it's, it's getting better all the time. Anyway, with that said, the last uh, the last few months, I have been getting my clients to, before we put them onto my fitness pal, I've been getting my clients to log their food on a spreadsheet Monday to Friday, print it, and their exercise, their mood, their sleep, everything. And I was able to give feedback every week to the clients, especially the ones I meet one-to-one -one online. It's every three weeks because I find every three weeks is loads to give feedback um, because it keeps people motivated um, during the six weeks as well that they know they have to check in with me on week three because week three is generally when people fall off. Um, so I've got you covered, guys. But what I've noticed in the last few months getting my clients to write out their food diary without looking at numbers and without looking at amount of grams of protein and carbs and fat and macros and all this data that we love lately. Um, everything's just data, data. The last few years, everything's just data. How many hours am I sleeping? How many steps am I doing? Which is great because data, um, what gets tracked and measured gets results. But sometimes it's too much overload of data especially when you're watching your sleep, you're watching your steps. And then if you're, especially if you're sales and work and there's more data, it's like overload, brain's about to bust and fall out. Anyway, apart from that, let's get back to the story. So I've discovered a lot of pros and cons with my fitness pal over the last few months, um, which is great because um, I'm working with the vast um, amount of people so I'm working with lots of different personalities, lots of different, um, lots of different energies, um, different professionalisms, different backgrounds, everything. So here's the pros and cons. From logging on my fitness pal to logging on a food diary, a spreadsheet for the week. So the pros with logging your food and writing it down is you physically have to stop and write it down. And when we physically have to stop and write something down or key something in, um, you know, you're going to learn more and it's going to, you're going to absorb more when you have to actually physically be mindful and write something down. Same with logging on my fitness pal. So the pros with writing things down or even logging the data in an app like my fitness pal is you're being mindful. When you're being mindful, you absorb the information, which means you're stopping, you're getting yourself out of your default habits, which is Boom, 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 tick off the list, not stopping throughout the day to even breathe. 
It's making you stop, be in the moment, be mindful and write it down, which means you are going to remember what you had and you're being mindful going, oh, I forgot I had them 10 biscuits there before dinner. Oh, better write them in. You're being mindful of your auto habits, eating the biscuits before dinner without even realizing, picking at the kids dinner, picking at your husband's dinner, picking at your boyfriend's dinner. All of this has been all these all these little habits or auto habits that mindless habits that you don't even realize you're doing sometimes. So the pros with writing something down on a piece of paper or putting it in an app like my fitness pal is it's helping you be mindful. It's helping you stop, think, be in the present moment and realize what you're actually doing. Um, when it comes to recognizing your mindless eating, which we all do. So what I've discovered the last few months with my clients writing out food diary is they're actually getting results. They're getting, especially anyone that's exhausted from my fitness pal and that's just sick of my fitness pal and just dread the thoughts of turning on my fitness pal again. They're getting results. They're getting fat loss results. They're getting energy results, better energy results, better sleep, better everything. Um, everything. They feel like they've they feel like looking at their spreadsheet in a week, they remember, they can see exactly what they've had three days ago. Uh, they can see what's coming up because I get my clients to input social food and different things like that. They can see what's coming up. Where my fitness pal, okay, if you open up on the laptop and all that jazz, but like you don't really get a full spreadsheet for the week unless you, unless the paid version has it. But you kind of have to go through day by day. And be looking, oh, I forgot I had that. Oh, I forgot I was out for pizza Friday night or Monday night with a load of drinks and um, munching in the office that day for a birthday party. And you forget. And when it's not in front of you, laid out in a spreadsheet, you forget. Um, it's the same with my Google Calendar. If I don't, if I view my Google Calendar on my phone, I have to go into day by day and figure it out. Where if it's up in the laptop, it's spread out in the, in the week. And I'm like, oh yeah, Friday, Monday, no one, I'm free. So... Having it there written down on a food diary in a piece of paper, which I get my clients to carry around everywhere in their bag, they have a full spreadsheet of what they have, they had. So it's like opening up your bank account and getting a full spreadsheet for the month of what you spent. You'd be like, ooh, I forgot I bought them runners in TK Maxx. Oops, maybe I won't buy these runners because I forgot I already bought the other runners, even though you, you clearly, consciously, probably remember buying them. But when they're at home in the press and you're wearing a different pair of trainers and you're now in the shops and it's payday again, you forget you bought, you, you, forgot, you forget you bought a pair of trainers the month before. You don't need them. Where if it was on a spreadsheet and you were like, let's say May the 1st, bought runners, trainers in TK Maxx, 80 euro, whatever. Um, and if that was in a spreadsheet and you got paid again on June the 1st and you looked at the spreadsheet, you pulled out a diary and looked at the spreadsheet and goes, oh, I forgot about them trainers. I don't need another pair of trainers. You know, you forget because we mindlessly spend, we mindlessly eat as well. So the pros with writing down your on a food diary is you have a spreadsheet for the week. You see exactly what you've eaten for the week. You see exactly where your social food was. Um. You know, and the good, the pros as well about writing down your food on a food diary is you get to see what you eat for the week. So now you automatically have a shopping list for the next week and you know what you like and you know what you don't like. So another pro is 
you get to see where your sugar dips are throughout the day and throughout the week. You get to see when you've had a stressful day at work that the next day you might be um, you might be looking for carbs a bit more. You get to see so much more when you have a spreadsheet. And it's it's for me as a coach, I'm able to give feedback to my clients when I look at their food diary. I'm able to tell whether they had a good night's sleep or not. I'm able to tell that their energy was drained the day before in work. I'm able to tell by their food all of these things. And they go, oh my God, yeah, how do you know that? I'm like, I can see by your food. Like, because you clearly want to be on this healthy journey. But I can see by your food patterns. I can see where you're getting your energy dips. I can see where you're getting blood sugar dips. Um, I can see one day is good, the next day is not so good. Did you have a bad night's sleep? Was work stressful the night before? I can see that you ate out uh, late on Wednesday night and the next day you're craving more sugar because you got less sleep because you went to bed on, an, on a full stomach. Loads of data. Apps for a coach, for me, it's the way to go. Uh, my fitness pal then. Um, the cons about writing it down on a piece of paper, let me see. The cons about writing it down on a piece of paper is, now I do give my clients ways to measure their foods with or ways to look at their food portions without measuring them out because measuring is a pain in the butthole. It really is. It's a pain in the bum. It really is. But I give my clients ways of looking at their portion control visually um, rather than weighing them out. Although some clients do love to weigh them out at the beginning because they're not real visual peop- uh, people. So they do like to weigh like the rice and potatoes, not potatoes, but like rice, pasta. The things that are hard, the foods that are hard to gauge. Cheer my washing machine gone wild downstairs. They like to weigh them out, but you only have to do it once. That's it. Um, the cons about writing it down on a, a seven day food diary would be you don't get to see accurately how much protein your macros, fats, protein, carbohydrates you're intaking. That's the only pro, but that's OK. This is where my fitness pal comes in a few weeks later when you're so used to writing down your food and you're getting used to intuitive eating, listening to your hunger cues and not overeating, it's another pro when it comes to writing down your food on a piece of paper. You get to intuitive eat a lot more. You get to listen to your full and hunger cues. It's amazing. Anyway, that's writing it down on a food diary. The pros and cons of my fitness pal. So let's go for the pros first. The pros of my fitness pal is you get to see exactly how much protein you're getting per day. You get to see the vast amount of protein that's in or the or what um what foods have less protein in when you start logging on my fitness pal because you can go into the nutrients and nutrition and it gives you a full breakdown for breakfast, lunch and dinner, a full breakdown per per food, how much protein, fats and carbohydrates are in each food. So basically the pros for my fitness pal is it's more education on nutrition. It's more education on nutrition. Is it 100% accurate? No, nothing's 100% accurate unless you're in a lab or you like have high-tech technology. Nothing's 100% accurate. Your step watch isn't 100% accurate. Your sleep tracker isn't 100% accurate. Your weighing scale isn't 100% accurate. The scale that you stand on isn't 100% accurate depending. Do you know what I mean? Nothing is 100% accurate really when it comes to the likes of this. Um, anyway, especially when things are so variable. Anyway, the pros of my fitness pal is you get more data. You get more data. You get to see exactly what macros, fat, protein, carbohydrates are in each food, which gives you a better understanding of your nutrition. Give an example. I had a client, um, the 
first week she released four pounds off her body it was clearly water weight she didn't eat chocolate for the week she loved writing down her food on a piece of paper it kept her on track she was able to see each week and each or sorry each day what she had um so it wasn't a case of oh i'll just have this bar of chocolate i've been so good all week and it could be your third bar that day when you're like oh, actually you know what i had a bar on monday as well and I had X, Y, Z. I don't really need the second bar. Anyway, cut a long story short, second week, nothing released on scale. I was kind of figuring that anyway. But when we looked at her food, um, she got she actually started logging on my fitness pal um, because she saw the rest of the guys on my group were doing my fitness pal, but they were more progressed on um, within their weeks of working with me than she was. But she decided to take upon herself that she would log on my fitness pal on week two, or sorry, week three. Now, when she came in, it was kind of good because she had data. So I was able to show her that she was having a lot of high fat foods, a lot of high fat foods. She actually naturally reduced her carbohydrates and upped her protein, but she's having a lot of high fat foods. Now, saying that, it didn't look like it was pushing her over her calories as such. But there you go. Here's the con to my fitness pal. Was she over her calories? Because maybe she wasn't logging all the nuts that she was eating going in and out of the press, mindlessly eating. That didn't get logged. So something was definitely pushing her over her calories or over her daily requirement of energy because she didn't lose any weight the next week um, at all. And um, she was actually up two pounds. So there was clearly excess food coming in somewhere. And when we looked at her food and broke it down, there was a lot of high fat food coming in in the form of nuts, in the form of butter, in the form of avocado, in the form of loads of different, even though it was healthy fats, it's still double the amount of calories as carbs and proteins. Now, you need a certain amount of fats, but you don't need all of the all the amount that she was having. And especially when, especially when she was up weight, there was definitely an imbalance of uh, amount that she was having. She was definitely having more than what she was putting down on my fitness pal or her diary. So that my fitness pal was good that I was able to show her meal by meal by going actually into my fitness pal and jigging the calculations and jigging the food going, well, look, if you swapped this for this, look, this would, the fat would come down and you still have a great meal. If you swap this for this, your protein's up, your carbohydrates down and your fat's moderate. Happy days. You still have a good meal and you still didn't change your whole meal. You just changed the variant within the meal and the, the various of foods, macros within the meal. So she was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And um, so now she knows what she needs to focus on the next week in order to stay fuller for longer, have balanced meals, but still enjoy the foods that she eats, but just have more education on what's causing her to put on weight. Um, so the pros of my fitness pal is it gives you data. It's, it's, it's able to, it, it teaches you and it educates you on the nutrition that you're eating from a fats, protein and carbohydrates, a point of view. So you will be able to go in then and start, we'll st- start jigging around your meals to suit for either weight loss, muscle gain, or just maintain, or just play around with it anyway. So you're educating yourself. Um, you're educating yourself because a lot of people say to me, oh, the egg yolk is the protein part of the the egg. I'm like, no, the white is the protein part of the egg. The fat, the yellow is the good fat. For the likes of my fitness pad, my fitness pad will teach you that. The, it'll give you back that data that when you log an egg white, the protein's there. When you log an egg yolk, the fat's there. It, like, you know what I mean? It gives you data. Um, another pro to my fitness pal is... It's easy, it's handy, it's in your pocket. 
you can log on the go. You don't have to pull out a piece of paper in case you lost your biro. Um, that would be a pro. Um, another pro to my fitness pal is you can log your meals, uh, save your meals. You can share your food diary with other people. If you're on a bit of a buzz and want accountability, you can share it with your coach. Um, they're the pros to my fitness pal. The cons to my fitness pal. The cons to my fitness pal is this. So I've had clients who was writing down their food diary on the spreadsheet that I was giving them. And they were also logging on my fitness pal and they were realizing that they were having like six, seven hundred calories left over every day. And they were feeling full because they were writing it down on the spreadsheet. But if they weren't writing it down on spreadsheet and they had all these calories left over, they were inclined to, they were inclined to eat them, even though they weren't full. Because that is just the mentality that they have. Um, it's like someone that can't save and that like always goes into an overdraft in their bank account, always spends their money, lives week to week and lives month to month, always spends, um, you know, that mentality is transferred over then into their calories. What's 600 calories left? I'll just spend them. Why would you spend them? You're not hungry. But because it's there and they're in that mentality of just get rid of it, just get rid of it, just get rid of it, just eat it. They use up their calories anyway on chocolate and crisps and sweets, even though they're full. Do you know what I mean? That is the cons of my fitness pal. The biggest con of my fitness, my fitness pal that I've noticed is that clients are still eating even though they're full because they have the calories left over. Biggest massive con that I've seen. And any of my clients who was doing this and has now stopped has started to get results because they're just writing it down on a piece of paper because we're busy individuals. We forget what we ate. We, we totally forget what we ate. Unless it's given it to us and handed to us, we forget what we ate. Of course we do. We're so busy. So definitely um, that is a big con of my fitness pal is that people are still overeating even though they're full. There's no need. There's no need. Um, the other con with my fitness pal is you can't see the week overview. So you have to go back through the days to see what you had last Sunday and see what you had last Monday. You have to go back through the days. You forget um, you totally forget what you had on a Monday and then you're out again on Wednesday. Totally forget what you had on Wednesday and you're out again on Friday. And you're just trying to stick around calories, even though you're probably not looking at nutrition properly, keeping fuller for longer, balancing your blood sugars, balanced energy, um, all of that jazz, how much sugar I'm having. So that's another con to my fitness pal. Um, another con to my fitness pal is like, if your phone died, you didn't log it and then people aren't logging down, they're missing days and they're not logging at the weekends because they just turn it off and choose to forget about it. And then they over like way overdo it at the weekend, forgetting that they way overdid it at the first half of the week and they're just putting on weight and they're they're not really nothing's going anywhere. So that is the pros and cons of my fitness pal. And actually going back to the good old fashioned logging your food down on a piece of paper. Um, try it, try both, try both. Um, but if you're exhausted from like, from my fitness pal, like most of my clients are when they come to me first, we bring it back to basics and it works. It absolutely works. Um, I hope this podcast was helpful. It was off the cuff. Um, as you can hear my dog here, I'm actually lying down on my bed. It is 10 to 10 on a Sunday night. I probably shouldn't even do this podcast, but I'm full of beans. Um, so I said, you know what? I need to disperse this energy before I go to bed and um, 
I have my potatoes cooking downstairs and I have my food, my lunches is prepped for the next three days um, because it's busy, which is great. It's a great complaint. Um, so I'm just waiting for the potatoes to finish. I'll cool them down and put them in the containers, put the lid on them, put them in the fridge and then go to bed, get seven hours sleep because I'm up at quarter six in the morning doing a live workout with the members. Apart from that, guys, hope this podcast was helpful. If it was, do share Always leave a review, which would be amazing. It helps my helps other people find my podcast. Apart from that, guys, if you're looking to work with me one to one, either remotely or hybrid in my studio in Dublin, um, you know what to do. Come on to Instagram, ecofitness underscore dot ie, or else look up Karina Duffy Ecofitness. You'll see me there on Google. Um, give me a message. Drop me um, drop me a WhatsApp. My number is there. If you're looking to book in, and we will get working. On that to see are we a good fit for your goals and your needs apart from that guys if you're looking to go straight into the online platform and come through my six-week mind and body reset where you get workouts nutrition um nutrition guidance um checking calls three a week uh live workouts live food and mindset coaching calls as well go on to my website www.ecofitness.ie um the last week of um Every six weeks, that course opens up again. So you're better off just going onto the website, looking at the dates. And um, yeah, let's get cracking. Perhaps from that, guys, have a super day and we chat soon. 